Hello. Rob Love, how's it going? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Um, it's going all right. It's yeah. Been a long day. Yeah. Yeah, it's been raining. It's been raining all day. Has um and, has the day been longer than your beard? The days are getting shorter, but my beard is staying the same length. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. a good way to measure things. <laughs> yeah. No, that's <laughs> another thing. Yeah, there's the time change is is a thing. This is the first um the time change was just two days ago. Uh yeah, that's why I um texted you and said do you want to record in an hour instead of saying a time? Because I think you're on a different time than I am right now. I can't remember. We're on a, yeah, we're on a different time now. I'm an hour later, or you're an hour later. Oh, yeah. I'm always yeah. trying to catch up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> my, so, beard, yeah. my beard just won't, but I'm trying to. Well, how's how's your day? Um, it's been good. I didn't work, um, which is good because I got my period real hard, and um, didn't uh wouldn't have wanted to be at work. Also, there's the election happening right now, and I didn't want to be at work for that either. So um, yeah, that reminds that reminds me. I I got to vote after this. Oh shoot! If you don't vote, people will shame you. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. They, so we got to make it quick. I think the polls close in like an hour. So yeah, gotta, they close. But as long as you're in up. line at eight, they have to let you vote, no matter how long it takes to get through the line. Um, you just you just broke you just broke the fourth wall, Sydney. We weren't gonna tell them what time it actually was well i was just just giving you at the end of the episode at the end of the well it's by the time this comes out it's too late so you're not educating anybody i am except for for maybe for four years from now (laughs) yeah well two years from now there are midterm elections um arguably those might matter more because you're voting for what criminals to put into your local legislature (laughs) Instead of what criminals yes. you're voting to put in the national one. Um, I I always vote because it's like one of those things that like you're supposed to do. Like, um, I don't know, get your oil changed. And then it's like, does this even matter? They tell you it makes your engine last. But who, you know, but you do it. You do it. And mostly I vote because I take my dog with me and he really enjoys it. Uh, this was his fourth presidential election that he voted in because he is that old um wow yeah isn't that wild and uh that is wild yeah and he's he's come to a couple of midterm elections too so the poll workers are always excited to see him because he is handsome very much so <laughs> um we we actually just have um we do vote by mail exclusively here, so there's no polling places to go to. You couldn't go vote in person if you wanted to. For real? Yeah. Oh, I guess you could, actually. I think, well, no. See, there used to be, in Washington State, there used to be polling places. It would be, like, usually at a middle school or something. Yeah. And they'd set up the little booths in the gymnasium, and you'd stand in line, and you'd go whatever check your boxes or whatever you needed to do and uh that's that hasn't been a thing for like i don't know 
about 15 years or something, I want to say. It's been a while. Ten, at least 10 years. Wait, so there's been... no, like, vote in place, person places there? No, it's all vote by mail. What's going on so up I guess there? It... You know what it is? It's because people well, in Washington State don't wear deodorant, and so they don't want to have a gymnasium <laughs> full of <laughs> a bunch of bearded people with stinky pits. It actually works out really well. It's way easier. There's ballot drop boxes all over the place. Unlike Texas, where they're allowed to have, like, one per county or whatever. So, like, my ballot drop box is, like, I don't know, six or eight blocks away or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's real close. Huh. But that's just how it is, and uh, it's way easier and more convenient. And you can just drop it in the mail. We get our ballots, like several weeks before the election. So yeah. you can fill it out and just drop it in the mail anytime, you know. Yeah, I always it's drop mine convenient. off in person. I don't know why. I always I get them I do that. I get the mail in ballot. I I don't think I've I don't think I've ever like filled out my ballot at the poll. I get the mail in ballot and then I take it to the place. Oh. With the drop okay. box. Well that sounds and then I get my sticker. That sounds that sounds like you do the same thing I do. Yeah. That's, okay, because yeah. I'm old enough to remember going to those booths where you you know pull the curtain shut behind you, and then you take your little whatever if they had like the little thing where you poke the paper out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. I've like been really in really out. I've been in those with my mom when I was really little. Uh, you know, I yeah. just remember being kind of knee high and looking up as she did it. And I've seen them in person because they're there at the place that I that Frank and I drop our ballot off. At. Oh, oh, okay, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so like you, we go to the polling place, but the like where you uh, where you can actually fill out your ballot, they also have the drop box. So that's where we go, um, so we can get our sticker. Yes. Because if you don't, well, if you don't have the sticker, what are you gonna? They actually didn't give me a sticker this year, but I wasn't gonna ask for one. I got distracted because all the old ladies wanted to pet Frank. It was a thing, so I then I got out of there and was like, "Oh, I don't have a sticker. How will people know I'm a good person?" Moon. We we don't get stickers. They um, in your ballot, your mail-in ballot comes with like this perforated strip of paper that you detach. That on one corner of it has the little I voted decal kind of thing on it. I don't know if you're supposed to put that on as a bracelet, but it also has like a a number, like your ballot number, if you want to track. I guess it's if you want to track your ballot. Yeah, maybe you're supposed to use it as a bookmark. And then if you want to track your ballot, you can type in that number. I don't know how it's supposed to work, but it all just goes in the trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what else is new, Rob? Well, well, Sydney, it's um, it's fortunate that you ask that question. What else um, would I ask you on a pup dates? I ask you how you're doing. We talk about <laughs> updates. <laughs> That's what we do. Well, my attention these days is essentially like... Thirty percent crows. Okay. Forty percent chess. Forty percent chestnuts. Oh. And then the other thirty percent is split between soup and um, 
Miscellaneous, okay. we'll call it. Okay. Um, oh, maybe, well, I was going to say Civilization Six, but I haven't played that for a few days, so. Uh, but Halloween was fun. I went trick-or-treating with Charlie, uh, you know, on Halloween. Did you dress up? And we didn't. I did not, but she sort of dressed up. She was some sort of a character, like an anime character that has ram's horns. Okay. And um, so she made her own ram's horns to wear, so that was pretty cool. Nice. But we weren't expecting there to be any trick-or-treating. We were expecting there to be just nothing, you know, because, like, Halloween was canceled or whatever pretty much. So <clears throat> so we went out with a bag of... Um, Long story short, like we, but somehow work got donated some candy that was like expired. Uh-huh. And um some some of it was like really expired. Like <laughs> you can't eat this candy anymore. So um we separated out all of the really expired stuff and um then we we brought that with us trick-or-treating, and the idea was well, if we can't get any treats this year, at least we can trick people with treats. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the whole idea was to just go around and, like, chuck uh, stale candy at people's doorsteps. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And we were doing that and having a pretty good time. And then eventually we got to a part, you know, like a neighborhood that had actual trick-or-treating going on. And people with, you know, people got pretty creative with their trick-or-treating setups. There was, like... Maybe a table with a, you know, like little individually wrapped bags of treats or, you know, the bowl where you grab some, whatever. People got creative. There was even one person that had sort of um, a pulley system. Oh. There was like a a bucket, bucket on a rope. And so she would lower, and this was like, she was out, she was like at her doorstep and then this bucket on the rope was out by the fence. And so she would lower the bucket full of candy for trick or treaters. Um, yeah. That's anyway, fun. So that was kind of fun. The best part though, the best one was, um, you know, a few people every year, there's like two or three houses that really go like wild yeah. <laughs> on their, on their, you know, house decorations or their, um, uh, whatever, like the, Try and scare kids and stuff like that. The dramatics of it all. So the best one this year was, and we could see it from like across the street, you know, it was like lights. There were some lights up in the yard and it made it clear that it was, they were open for business. And then there was somebody out in the front yard going, where's my trick or treaters? And then, so we get closer and we see that it's this, it's somebody dressed up in a Cruella DeVille costume, but they're like over six feet tall. It's like a dude, a big <laughs> dude dressed up as Cruella DeVille with this big booming voice. <laughs> and, so, and so he was acting all menacing up on his like front steps, kind of. And, um, just putting on a, you know, putting on a performance and, um, it worked cause it was super freaky. And so Charlie was like sta- standing there kind of aghast, like, do I risk the fright of going up the steps to get the candy or do I just bail? And as she was thinking, you know, as that thought was running through her mind, um, a window in the front door, like a curtain in the, you know, like the window of the front door opens up. 
and there's someone dressed in like this fairy costume with channel lock pliers, like clasping them menacingly over and over, <laughs> with this, like with this cute smile on her face. You know, we figured out later it was probably the tooth fairy, oh, but it was just like that, that put sense. Charlie over the edge. Yeah, that's a good good idea for a costume, but that that visual put Charlie over the edge, and she just kind of noped out of there. She did not I was go just get that candy. Up. She did not go get that candy, and I was just cracking up. And um, Cruella Deville was like, "What? You don't want candy?" <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so great. That was the best one. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. It, I was glad to see a lot of neighborhoods near me had signs pointing into the neighborhood saying trick-or-treaters welcome. And they had those set up for about a week before Halloween just to let, I guess, people know which neighborhoods were participating and not because um, I don't think you're going to get COVID outside uh, trick-or-treating. Nah. Um, yeah, no. And I don't think that you're going to get it from touching the same packet of Skittles that another person touched. I think it's all pretty safe. Uh, so I was happy to see that that was still happening uh, for for the children. For the children. You mm -hmm. got to do it for the kids. Yep. Yeah, I was happy to see that that people were keeping the tradition alive even even during these unprecedented times. Oh, God. You know, it, I don't know if I told you how at Starbucks I had a customer who wouldn't put his mask on. And we can't serve. You can't be in the building. I can't serve you if you don't have a mask on. And I said, oh, you know, I can't. I t explained that to him. And he said, I understand what you're saying, but I've just moved past that. And uh, at the time <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, that's, you're you fucking idiot, whatever. And I feel as though I, it's fine. The fatigue has finally kicked in for me as well, where I just am, I'm emotionally past it. I, uh, I mean, obviously I'm still wearing my mask in public and stuff. Um, I'm following all the rules and I'm only keeping abreast of what are the rules. I will follow them. Um, but uh, it's I, I'm getting it's getting a little exhausting. Uh, I um, I don't know. I think also because I had almost a month off of work where uh, I was home for the most part and I didn't have to wear a mask. And then I had to go back to work and wearing one 40 plus hours a week and was like, boy, I forgot how taxing it was on my voice because at the bar I already have to yell. It's loud. Uh, but then you have the mask on, you have to double yell and I can barely talk when I get home. And it's just, it's all of it is so, um, it, it just is, a it's, it's lame is all it is. I, I, I don't care for it, but what, you know, what are you going to do? We only have to do it for like another year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe two, maybe two years tops. Yeah. Just like two more years. Uh, I just like, I want to show my face again before I turn 40. That would be great. Uh, just wasting my youth, um, hiding my beautiful face and teeth. And by the time we emerge from this, I'll have, um, wrinkles and I don't know, those bad. You'll have like mask, you'll have mask wrinkles. Yeah. You'll have weird, like mask, uh, indents or something. Uh, well, we'll all have Obama ears from the, uh, mask pulling our ears forward. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll have, um, what do they call it? Like, uh, nodules on my vocal cords from, from yelling, which is how you, one of the ways you get vocal nodules. 
Um, so it'll, yeah. It'll, it's all fun. It's all a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Uh, it, I don't know if I if I said this on the podcast, but even in the hospital, so after my surgery, I had to stay in the hospital uh, overnight. I didn't go, go home till the next afternoon. And you have to wear your mask in the hospital. So uh, I just kept it on because I was kind of like in and out of consciousness and I had nurse, nurses coming in every hour. And I was I didn't trust myself to be able to remember to like put it on and off. So I just was like convalescing just wearing a mask that whole time too uh it's just it's it's such a weird it's such a weird unprecedented time unprecedented <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm getting pretty sick of it too um but at the same time i feel like i'm getting more used to it <laughs> at the same time i think yeah it's I almost like Go ahead. I was going to say, I think, I think that's what ha- the problem is that I was so used to it because I was seven days a week, full shifts, mask on. And then I got this little reprieve where I didn't leave my house. And so now I guess I have to reacclimate to wearing the mask full time. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm just, I only wear it when I'm inside at work. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I'm outside, so... That's good. Mask-free. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's one day a week where I have to work all day inside, pretty much. And so I have to wear a mask the whole time, and it sucks. Especially when you're, I mean, when you're active and moving around while wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And you start, like, heating up, and I wear glasses, so my glasses fog up, and it's just a giant pain in the butt. It would be a little more, I could see it if you were just had a, had a desk job. Yeah. You just sat there and, you know, weren't <laughs> overheating or whatever, but, like, I'm pushing carts around and, yeah. you know, working. And from what I hear, so. a lot of people at their desk jobs, they only have to put their mask on when they get up from their desk. So when they're seated in their cubicle, they can take it off. It's only when they get up and wander around, which is like oh, how sure. it works for restaurants, too. You can take your mask off when you're seated. But if you get up, you have to put it on. So Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it seems better. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I guess I do physical labor at the bar, but I don't wear glasses, so I don't have the steaming up problem. I tried to work out. So my, my gym gym, I haven't gone back to Pilates yet because I can't afford it because I haven't I didn't work for a month um but my gym gym is open but you have to wear a mask at all times and so it was exciting because I haven't been able to do cardio in over a year without throwing up because of my endo um so I was able to do the Stairmaster without vomiting or um getting woozy or any of that and that was very exciting but also I had to keep a mask on which uh it, it just really sucked. And there, gyms are huge, and there were literally eight other people in the building, and we all had to have our mask on. I just was like, can I, like, can we just have, like, a pact where we won't rat each other out, and we can just actually do our workout? But, what you know, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to get canceled for making these statements, for even suggesting, for even going to a gym, you know? My goodness. Yeah. Yes. I just feel like there's certain people who, like, their level of anxiety about it is, like, if they hear, like, oh, my God, you go to the – you went to the gym? Like, 
yeah, I was in a giant building with eight other human beings. It it was fine, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but you can't you can't post pictures on social media. People will cancel you. You can't do anything. Um. Yeah, it's bizarro. Mm -hmm. It's kind of bizarre. And I mean, even at the hospital, the cafeteria, you know, they moved the tables, you know, to a safe distance apart from each other. So at least six feet or whatever. But um, <clears throat> like you'll have all these hospital employees in there having lunch or breakfast or whatever crowded around the table. You know, I think they removed all but the four tops so that you can only have like you and yourself and three other coworkers, I guess is the <laughs> idea. I don't know. All with their masks off, all just chatting away, you know, and like for the past several months, it's been like that. Yeah. And I don't know. They haven't been dropping like flies that I know of. I don't know if I would know that a coworker got sick with COVID, but yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. It depends on what protocol they have in place, I guess. I don't, I'll tell you this. But it seems like, okay, yeah, go ahead. I recently spent some time in the hospital. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, you have to get COVID tested three days before to be able to be allowed inside. It's a whole fucking thing. So after my surgery and I came home and I had that horrible allergic reaction to my uh, the glue that held my incisions together. And so, like, yeah. my three incision sites just, like, exploded in blisters. And um, it was disgusting. And I, I went to the doctor who uh, said, yeah, this is an allergic reaction. But, you know, take this high-dose antibiotic so that these blisters don't get infected because that's the last thing you need and he swabbed my belly button to um to test to see to make sure like it wasn't infected and and i had both staff and strep in my fucking belly button from my time at the hospital so i don't i i'm i'm like i the, the, the pathogens are fucking everywhere you know what i mean you don't get out without a scratch and so I, I didn't catch covid on my little like journey where i had to fly and spend time in a hospital but i did get staph and strep in my fucking belly button so <laughs> um you know <laughs> it's weird that all like people are super paranoid about one particular pathogen, which, you know, is a new one, and it's been very exciting for us. Um, but I don't know, not the other ones. Like there's, ton, there's tons of hospital-acquired infections. I forget the word for it, nosocomial infections, yeah, I think. Yeah, I can't but remember, but I just re I remember years ago, doctors were advising if you have casual sex, you should shower before and after sex just because staff... 25% of people, 25% of human beings carry staff. They're staff carriers. It lives on their skin and in their nostrils. 25% of people. But we don't see people taking these, like, overwhelming precautions to prevent catching staff, which is a fucking heinous thing if you've ever had a staph infection, let alone MRSA. It's heinous. But people aren't being they, – they never implemented or practiced the fear of it even though it's fucking everywhere. So I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. What, 
strike a balance, I guess. But I, I, I've opted out. At this point, I've opted out of following news coverage or anything about it because it just, it's so... The, to use the, the 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 phrase everyone it's become politicized and also there's some fear mongering I feel and um I, yeah I don't know yeah it definitely seems like there's fear mongering and it's definitely been politicized because of the fear mongering I don't know I think it's it's a weird I mean. I don't want to say it's a pandemic, but it definitely seems like it's being orchestrated. It's one of those things where they're like, oh, well, we've got this raw material to work with. People are freaked out. Let's uh, let's work with that a little bit. Let's see what we can see, which buttons we can push and strings we can pull and all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. I absolutely believe that I and here I don't like to get into conspiracy theories or you know, people get mad when you question the numbers and they start thinking that all of a sudden you're like a Trump supporter. But I've, I've met three individual people who scheduled testing and then decided to not go and then got a letter in the mail from like the state CDC saying that they had tested positive for COVID when they never went to get tested. <laughs> so uh-huh. I don't know if the state is assuming if you felt sick enough that you thought you needed testing, that you must have it. I don't know why that's happening, and that is anecdotal. But obviously, I follow theme park news. And in California, the governor's decided that even though, like, malls and zoos and aquariums and restaurants are open, theme parks, which are basically a collection of those things, are not allowed to open. And um, Uh he said that basically Orange County needs to get to a point where there's under 35 positive tests a day, but they're testing. Forget that's never going to happen. Well, they're testing 10,000 people a day and the tests have a 2% false positive uh, rate. So if you're testing 10,000 people a day, you're already getting 200 false positives, let alone the actual positives. And they're not adjusting for that in their data reporting. So um, almost like Trump said months ago, if you continue testing, you're going to continue seeing these epic numbers because 2% of them are showing fault. And I had a coworker go through that because he has a job where he gets COVID tested three days a week. And he tested. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's a corporate restaurant. They're very, very strict. And I, I just am like, you're going to have PTSD from getting your fucking nose swab that much. But so he had a positive happen. So then he went back the next day, tested again, negative. Next day, tested a negative. Next day, tested negative. Tested. And so basically it it was a false positive. Um, And he's like, yeah, so I missed four days of work because I had to, the day that I had the positive test come back. And then I had to wait three more days to get three negatives in a row before I could go back to work. Like, um, so... I don't know. Did you hear about, um, there was some, it was somewhere in Africa where they were given all of these free COVID tests and they're like, whatever, they were skeptical. So they, they like swabbed like a chicken, they swabbed like a shoe and something (laughs) else, like just not, nothing human or, you know, whatever. 
and um, they sent all the, the the tests in to be you know analyzed, and like two thirds of them came back positive. Two thirds. Like, we didn't even. They they wrote yeah they wrote like human names on yeah them so that they were associated with a human patient but they had actually swabbed like a car tire or you know whatever it was just like nothing and uh, yeah like a bunch of them came back po- I don't know if it was two thirds I kind of pulling that out of my ass but it was a bunch of them came back positive and they're like we didn't even send any human samples in. Like, how is this possible. So, yeah, I, I think it's a little suspect. Yeah, I'm, like, know. not one of those people who's playing fast and loose and going to, like, raves or house parties or anything like that. Like, pre-COVID, I, I had a compromised immune system, so I'm overly precautious about my health anyways. I rarely make out with strangers. Um, I rarely <laughs> make out with my boyfriend. Um, but uh, I just... Um, yeah, I just think that uh, at a certain point we're because and I went through like the whole thing where early on I was super scared, especially because of my immune system and health problems. And like now I feel like, OK, like hospitals have their PPE. We have kind of a therapeutic protocol and an understanding. And like I, we need to stop like living in fear that a stranger gets six inches too close to us. Um or like, you know, when it, yeah. some stores, when you go there, the clerk has to wipe everything down, the counter, the pin pad, everything with a Lysol wipe between every customer. Um, yeah. Which I don't even know if that does anything, because I think, like, usually anti-bacterial like, things need to sit on a surface for up to 10 minutes to kill the microbes anyways. So it's just... Oh, right. Cause they do, and they do it at my Pilates studio. You have to wipe down. You always did pre-covid and now it's even more like you do everything nook and cranny you wipe everything down between person but there are these dry ass lysol wipes and like it doesn't it's just theater like i'm glad if there's somebody else's like greasy lotion i'm glad they're getting that off or their sweat or whatever but i'm under no misconception that it's going to kill any any sort of like you know microbe Mm -hmm. (laughs) well only 15 more months yeah. just to, you know, just to make room in the ICUs. 15 days. Or what was it? 15 days? Yeah. Yeah. 15 months it's turning into. So, oh, like, eh, it's whatever. Fucking whatever. Whatever. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning into COVID Cast on election night. COVID chat. COVID chats yeah. with Sid and Rob. Uh, comparing uh, what things are like in Phoenix and Tacoma in the time of COVID. Um, there was, um, I read this, I saw this on Twitter about, um, there was uh, in Tempe, Arizona, just to get off COVID, yeah. but uh, there was uh, somebody built like a 764-unit apartment complex um, with zero parking. Uh, so they were, bi- they're billing it as the first car, f- you know, like the first intentionally car free neighborhood in America, which a lot of people immediately pointed out like, well, what about all the neighborhoods built in the 1800s? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess the idea is that it's not intentional at that point if there's no option for, but whatever. Tempe. So, but it's like, 
Tempe. Yeah. Tempe, what about Tempe? It's okay. Tempe's where our universe, where Arizona State University's main campus is at. They also have one downtown and one in Glendale, right by me. Um, but Tempe is trying to become a uh, walkable city so hard, which I assure you, it's not. It has a little main uh-huh. drag with restaurants and bars like you would find in a college town. Uh, they recently yeah. moved. The Whole Foods was like two miles away from the university, and they moved it to a half mile from the university. They cut it the size in half. Don't even get me started, Rob Love. I was in Tempe the other day because it was my birthday, and I told Zach to take me to the outlet mall because I'm a classy bitch. And um, there's an outlet mall in Tempe, and I said, oh, let's go to Whole Foods and get donuts. And the Whole Foods wasn't there anymore because they moved it closer to the university so students who have no money can shop at the most expensive grocery store. But then (laughs) people who have money can't get to it because there's no fucking parking. Um, But, yeah, so Tempe thinks just because they have there, they're right off the light rail now. They're trying to become a walkable city. But as someone who lived in Tempe for... I don't know, seven years, it's not It's not a walkable city. Uh, unless you got time, unless you got time to walk and you don't mind 120-degree temperatures. So... <laughs> Are the, the light rail has to be air-conditioned, the, right? Yeah, the light rail is air-conditioned. Um, okay, yeah. So that's good. And that's why homeless people live on it during the summer. Right. Is it free? No. Uh, you have to pay... Yeah. And in, for the f- or you can get a pass. You can get probably. a pass. I think if you are a university student, you can get a annual pass or like a semester pass is fifty bucks. So that's a nice deal. Otherwise, it's super cheap. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's like four bucks a ride. Uh, and they used to not. Oh wow. The first two years of it, they just didn't enforce fares. There were no station agents or anything because they wanted people to get used to using it, and they weren't. I, I think maybe they also didn't have the budget to enforce it, but they just were like, yeah, we're not enforcing it. We want people to ride it. And then um, now they enforce it. And then, and you always see cops there because that's, uh, you know, where people are crazy and having they're having some episodes. They're having an episode, and it requires yeah. zip ties. Um, so. Oh, that's another thing. I've recently started taking transit again. I think I've taken a bus three times now where are you since, taking transit like, to uh to go pick up charlie oh yeah so her mom's been dropping her off you know for like weekends yeah um every week but normally i would go pick her up on the bus and then her mom would pick her up afterwards and you know after the weekend and blah 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 but there was so much apprehension over the past you know during these um inauspicious times um <laughs> that we like it was just like i don't want to ride the bus you know i was like walking everywhere for months and yeah didn't, you know didn't do anything didn't go more than a mile from my house for like the first four or five months of this nonsense but recently been taking the bus and um i don't know it's a little weird is it? You get some people. <laughs> I don't know. It's just being so close to strangers. Yeah. You know, like you're not, you're not, you're not six feet away from no. people on the bus. 
um, you wish they can make you it that way. Like they, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, there's just people who, whatever. There was some broad who came on the bus with no mask, and the driver's like, "You got to wear a mask before you know on the bus or whatever." And she just like kept walking onto the bus with no mask. Turned back to like I guess she was with someone. Like, oh yeah, grab me one. <laughs> and then she sat right behind me. And she's like, oh, Jesus. Fucking mouth breathing. What she, the fuck yeah. And what's the bus driver really supposed to do? Because he also has to drive the bus. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad thing. I guess he could. But whatever. She put a mask on and whatever. But still, it's just like, uh, creep. Yeah. If you have that awful of um, judgment, like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, because those are the people you know who also are going to house parties and stuff. Uh, right. They like, just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, the I, one of my regulars' daughters is off at college, and she went to a party and got COVID, and um, he said, I don't even know if it was being indoors with other people, but they were sharing a beer bong because she posted pictures of it, and... She's just at a party doing beer bongs with other kids, and then lo and behold, she catches COVID. So it's it's those those are the people that you're like, I don't really want to be around you right now. Probably not you. <laughs> like I'm glad you're having a good time. Just you and your friends stay at your little party house and just keep making out with each other, and don't get on the bus behind me with no mask on. Yeah, that's like my upstairs neighbor. She's been having friends over, you know, maybe maybe like not six or seven friends at a time, but certainly like a revolving cast of, you know, having two or three friends over at a time. It's just like, yeah, that's not how you do this. But you know what? If I was in my 20s during all of this, I would not give a shit. I would just be like, fuck that. I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm not changing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally get it. Like, I just, I'm in a different, I'm in a different place in my life, so. Yeah, I don't. It's a little I, easier. You're right. Like, partying isn't important to me, and I don't like being around other human beings, so it's definitely been less of an adjustment for me <laughs> than for other people who are active socially. So, you know, we're all brats about different things. People were brats about bars being closed. I'm a brat about having to wear a mask on the Stairmaster, even though there's no one within 20 feet of me. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess everyone has their own thing that they're being bratty about. Say, Sydney. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I'm recording right now because the, this is, you know, the listeners are going to be real interested in this, but not sure because the screen died and it looks like the light on the computer itself died so i think the computer might have just decided to shut off i'm not sure well i have we'll find out together oh i have the phone audio if it dies okay you know people hate that (laughs) well it only died like two minutes ago or something so um maybe we should just call it uh, no, because we have to talk yeah. about the protests in um, Thailand. Do you know much about that? Because I did not do any research about it. I just know that it's popping off over there. Oh, no, I didn't research it. I was just going to sit back and let you educate me. 
Oh, no, I ain't got shit on it. But I have seen, like, I watch NH, the Japanese world, you know, news, whatever. They, it's like BBC, but it's put out by Japan. But um, uh, that's one of the few channels I get with my, uh, I don't even have cable in it. I have, like, an antenna, I have a digital antenna. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm that guy. So, uh, but I only get, like, a few channels. One of them is NHK Global or World or something like that. And so I'll watch their, that's basically the only news channel I watch. And um, so they've had reports about um, the protests in Thailand and how, well, like the king, our buddy. Yeah, our friend um, with the dog. Our friend. Yeah. uh, I was going to let you say the name. Um, Um, Air Master (laughs) Fufu? No, no, not the dog. Not the dog. Oh, oh. Let's not go there. Okay, let's, yeah, let's don't, not go don't, there. I'm, I'm going to get, can, I'm going to get canceled is the thing. <laughs> like, the worst, the worst part is how, um, edited I am on the podcast anyways, but I'm still, I'm going to get canceled if I try to pronounce one more name in a foreign language that I don't speak. It's just going to happen. Well, anyway, apparently he <clears throat> has uh, returned to Thailand from his his private hotel in Germany. So and this was all as of like a week or two ago. So this might be old news, but um, so he was in the country and the protests was had been going on since before he came back, I think. And um, mostly they center around. Like, it's not all about the king. They're not all upset about the king. Mostly it's the um, the military government that took power in a coup several years ago. Okay. So this is, there's some political stuff, like, behind the king that, <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't even investigate for that Thailand episode. But, um, so they want, they want a change in government from that military sort of junta. And then, the junta or junta? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so, but they also, part of it is, too, that they want um, some of the extravagance of the king reigned in and maybe control his spending, personal spending a bit. Yeah. <laughs> As you might imagine. Yeah, so, he's been renting out an entire hotel in Germany since COVID It's a luxury began. hotel. A luxury hotel. A luxury hotel. The entire hotel. Can you imagine how much yeah. that costs? What do you it's do? Ridiculous. Like, you can't. You just can't do things like that when, um, when you're in charge because it makes the uh, working class or the uh, those in poverty under your regime really fucking hate your guts. Uh, it's the same reason why when you're a wealthy business owner, you can't flaunt your wealth you need to be a little drive a ferrari yeah exactly (laughs) dude like i make decent money but if my boss fucking pulled up in a ferrari i'd be like what the fuck are you doing like one of one of my uh like number one he can't tie his shoes his shoes are always untied You, you shouldn't drive stick if your shoes are always untied it'll get stuck under a pedal it'll be a fucking thing Anyways, what? <laughs> One of my ex-girlfriends, when she graduated uh, college, she got her master's in teaching and then moved 
well, anyway, got a job working in a door and window shop. So a place that installs windows, doors, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a fairly new business. Like, it had only been in business for, like, a couple of years or something. But the owner was the total egomaniac, and um, he did drive a Ferrari. Jesus. So he's the, he's the owner of a business with maybe, like, 11 employees, you know. Maybe it's a million-dollar business, but, you know, half of that goes taxes and wages. <laughs> but anyway, so he... And then, of course, like, um, the, the business... It went out of business, like, a couple of years later. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder if there's any sort of fiscal mismanagement when the owner of a small business drives a fucking Ferrari. <laughs> I wonder if he was maybe not great with money. Oh, I did get at a, like, some sort of a company get-together one time. I did get to uh, throw a jab at him about his dumb car. Oh, really? Something about, like, what what happens if the rubber band breaks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something I... like that. <laughs> Uh-oh. What, what the heck? Guys, I lost signal with Rob Love, so hold on, hold on. We're gonna call. I know this is riveting. Hold on. Hello. Rob Love. Hello. Okay. Now we're done. Okay. I don't know what um, happened. What's the situation? With I your think computer? I know what happened, and I think it was my. Um, was it your beard? Did it hang up? <laughs> my beard clicked off my Bluetooth earbud thing. Oh. I've been having problems with my earbuds thing. And um, here we go. I think you're back. Okay. In my ears. Okay. But uh, so technology problems abound on this episode update. I don't even know if we're still recording. I don't know, but if but, people are listening to, like, the uh, phone version of this recording, I'm so sorry because it sounds like shit. Like, the the phone call. That I think we need to start recording through Skype um, because at least if we have that as the backup recording, it's a lot more clear than if I have my phone plugged into my mixing board. Look at all that this sounds thing. good to me. All right. You just have to download Skype on your phone. Okay. In the meantime, this sounds like shit. What, me? We should hang up and... Well, the, the whole phone connection sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. like garbage. And then also, um, we should just end this episode. <laughs> all right, that's fine. <laughs> and then I'm going to start... I'm going to try and start up my computer and... Uh, like figure out if I can get that going again. All right. Or find out if it was even on this whole time and it's still recording. I don't know. All I'm right. going to find out. Well, yeah, you find out and then let me know, Rob. Okay. Well, in the meantime, if this is still recording, um, have a happy hump day, everyone. Yeah, have a, have a happy hump day. Uh, I hope that whoever our new overlord is or if it's our old overlord... Again, I hope that um, you are managing those your feelings about it in a healthy way. Um, alcohol is never the answer. And uh, <laughs> uh, have a happy hump day.
do you guys you guys hear what I, I live with, what I work with with Rob? Computer situation over there is a mess. I mean, his earbud situation's a mess. I don't know how to help him get his life together. I'm in Phoenix. He's in Washington. Like, am I... Am I going to have to sh go to Washington to build a proper studio in Rob's house? Because even when it does work, we hear all the children in the background. Because I... I think he might live in one of those like little kids playhouses on the playground. I think that might be where he lives because best case scenario, his microphone and computer are working and then we just hear children. Uh, is he recording from the ball pit at a Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know, but I hope, I hope that was tolerable for everyone. And hey, buy a freestyle waterproof watch at freestyleusa.com and you want to know why because I used to spend so much money on watches they were like single use to me because I'm, I'm wearing a watch I'm washing my hands and sometimes water sneaks in and you wash your hands enough times and if you're me and you have to wash your hands all the time because you work in food service and so you're just you're you're, you're picking your nose you're washing your hands you're picking your butt, you're washing your hands. You're picking your front, you're washing your hands. You just, you wash them, wash them, wash them. And you, you're ruining your watches. And so I was spending so much money on watches. And now I don't because, because I have a freestyleusa.com watch and it's waterproof. It, so it's a one, it's a one-time payment and then you own the watch. It works forever instead of ending up in the trash every other day. So, uh, use code SDSPOD, that's S-D-S-P-O-D at FreestyleUSA.com. Get yourself a watch. Also, I'm working on a, a partnership with Diet A&W Root Beer because dicks don't burp on themselves. And sometimes you need a little help, and that help comes best in the form of Diet A&W Root Beer. Go to dietandw.com, use code SDSPOD. Nothing will happen because that's not a real website and we don't have a partnership. But feel free to reach out to uh, A&W Root Beer on social media and let them know that their Diet A&W is your favorite product for use when you are planning on burping on a dick. And maybe they'll sponsor the pod. They just need enough public outcry, I think, to know that people aren't drinking Diet A&W Root Beer because they like the flavor, which they do. It's good. It's good. But they're drinking it because they want to burp on a dick. You can also burp on a clit. I'm not, I don't want to be gender bias, sex bias. Whoever you are, whatever you do, you can drink some Diet A&W and uh, burp on someone's downstairs. So with that in mind, have a happy hump day, everyone. Bye. <laughs>